Hi, this is Fats on Film, and I'm your host, Hannah Ogilvie. This is the podcast where we discuss all things fat representation in film, TV, and wider media. And disclaimer at the top, the use of the word fat. Now, I totally appreciate how people may hear that word. We're using it as a describing neutral term. I hope I am not triggering or upsetting anyone who's listening to this. I hope you can hear that that is not my intention and hopefully we're all on the same page. Now, let's get to it. We are talking about Friends this week and I don't know if you've ever heard of a little show called Friends. Um, It ran between years 1994 to 2004. 10 seasons in its finale it got like over 52 million viewers it is a pop culture juggernaut even to this day like the influence of friends is still felt within our pop culture in the memes in the phrases could i be any more serious and like at the very top i want to talk about how i truly love this show this is one of my my comfort shows and i'm sure we all have those kind of shows that we come back to time and time again because uh, we know what to expect they're like a soft blanket and friends is one of one of those shows for me to give you a brief understanding of what friends is we are following six white conventionally attractive 20 somethings we have phoebe rachel monica joey chandler ross um, and then in that there's like inter-social relationships. So Ross and Monica are siblings. Chandler and Monica get married. Ross and Rachel the whole world they want they. Each episode we follow their highs and lows navigating life in New York City with their massive fuck-off apartments, careers, their relationships, and hilarity in shoes. You get the you get the vibe. Friends dropped on Netflix UK in 2018 and I think this is probably the first time people had seen it like end to end in years because we are older and wiser we were able to look at friends with I guess 21st century eyes and you know some of it doesn't age very well so there's a real lack of diversity in friends there um, are loads of homophobic jokes, transphobic jokes, but then to its credit, it did feature a lesbian wedding. It does feature a non-conventional family structure with Ross co-parenting his child with his ex-wife and her partner. So that that's really positive. But throughout all this criticism, I didn't see much in the way of criticism at Fat Monica, and that is what we will be discussing today. You get a shot of Monica. Where's Monica? Over here, Dad. Wait, how do you zoom out? <laughs> there she is. <laughs> Some girl ate Monica. <laughs> Shut up. The camera adds 10 pounds. Uh, so how many cameras are actually on you? <laughs> so the big twist like is it a twist i don't know but the big gag is that monica used to be fat this character that we know to be a slight petite woman used to be overweight and you can hear it in that clip i just shared they are purely laughing at the sight at the visual of this usually thin person being put into prosthetics and a fat suit to be a lot bigger than they naturally are they they think it's hilarious and unfortunately if uh if you think that's funny then I can't help but think that you think just fat bodies in general are funny and that is really sad and this is what I mean when I say these 
these jokes, these stereotypes that um, are portrayed in media really do have real life consequences. And I have unfortunately been laughed at. Uh, (laughs) um, I'm laughing because I'm uncomfortable. But, you know, like, if you are a big person, I'm sure, like, you have unfortunately experienced the negative side of being fat in in public spaces. And I think this shows using a sight gag as just a fat person. Like, there's no other joke being presented to the audience. It literally is, oh, there's just this person in a, in a fat suit now. Please laugh. It's really um, inhumane. And it really encourages the audience to not view the bigger body as like a real breathing human being. Yeah, like I say, that that trickles through into real life. Now, what's interesting about Friends is Monica um, has never discussed previous to this point um, that she was fat. Uh, and no one, no one's ever discussed it. And you know, she at some point, from what we understand, obviously this prom video being maybe around the age of eighteen to when we first meet her in season one, or early twenties, she has lost the weight and she has no further ongoing issues with food or weight, which I think is really interesting because that's unfortunately not how weight works for the majority of people. So diets um, aren't designed to work long term. There are many studies around how people will gain the weight back after, you know, 18 months, two years. I think there's a statistic, I think it's on Scientific American, where 97% of diets fail. Like, hello, it is Hannah from the future. I wanted to fact check that statistic I just said to make sure I was accurate. And I wasn't. Um, So this the article I'm referring to is the scientific american article i'm going to put it on my instagram so you can see what i'm looking at and it's actually 80 percent of diets that fail according to that article so i got it wrong i'm sorry we move okay see you later in one of the thanksgiving episodes where he was the same as monica he was a big kid at high school and he has now lost weight and he's kept it off so this to me, like, you know, one, you could maybe argue what their intention is. The fact they do it twice shows that this is how they think weight loss works. And now, if you're like me and you have been on that weight loss hamster wheel, um, diet culture hamster wheel, you know it's not that simple. And this, unfortunately, th- this portrayal of weight loss... I know it's just a sitcom. I don't know how many people take sitcoms as like verbatim of how the real world works, but it does influence and it does encourage those to think that it is easy to lose weight. Because, oh, well, Monica did it and Brad Pitt's character did it. Why can't you do it, real person? Um, And and, uh, it's not just friends, like TV show after TV show, film after film, actor after actor. You know, you have to think about the actors who... um, decide to lose weight or gain weight for roles like that gets put into the media we read it we consume it and then we start to feel bad because I'm like well why can't I do it if they can do it why can't I do it and um I think it's just it's something we need to be more mindful of because it does not work in this way I'm assuming this joke really landed for the writers the joke of fat monica because they bring it back several times throughout the rest of the runtime of the show um it's not every episode by any means but every so often we'll either get a flashback to um to a <laughs> to a younger monica where they put courtney cox into a fat suit oh 
I hate fat suits. We will we will definitely talk about this in more depth, but I fucking hate them. And I'll tell you why in a really brief way. And oh, I don't know if you realize I'm not a brief person. They are inhumane and they are caricatures of fat people. Like you look at a fat suit and you can tell that it's not real. There's something so uncanny valley about it. And because it doesn't look real, it, it extends this idea that fat people aren't real. And it goes back to that inhumanity, that lack of empathy that the general population seem to feel for fat people. And I think it's really disingenuous. I think it's I think it's lazy. And I know that's a really weird thing to say because these fat suits take hours and hours to put these actors into them. But I just think why not just hire a fat person to do it? Like, I'm sure I'm not an actress. I have never been involved in that in that area. But I'm sure there's loads of fat actors, talented fat actors who could fulfill that role and you wouldn't have to waste eight hours on prosthetics. And I know you're going to say, but, oh, Hannah, they want the name. They want the name to put in the thing. Like, look at Tom Hanks and Elvis. Ugh, ugh, ugh. What trash, honestly. We can talk about Elvis at one point, but... I actually like Elvis. I just hate Tom Hanks. In that. <laughs> I mean, it's, he's real trash. But yeah, you you can say to me, oh, they want the name brand. They want Tom Hanks and Elvis. That's why they put him in the prosthetics. And I'm like, sure, but you can't even tell it's Tom Hanks. He's got this shit accent on. You can't even, you know, it doesn't even look like him. So you're not really getting the like facial recognition look at Colin Farrell in the Batman like it doesn't even look like him so you're not gaining anything from having these people in your films you might as well just hire a fat actor who maybe is lesser known but at least like you're not spending time and money on making these caricatures of real people I, I find it baffling anyway <laughs> that was a tangent um so Monica falls into the the trope of an unattractive fat woman. So if you are fat or big or overweight or whatever it might be, you may have experienced negative reactions and, and called, unfortunately, negative things because you're not deemed conventionally attractive. Now, the media perpetuate this. And you'll see fat people, fat characters um, as virgins, unlovable, unattractive. Um, and it's almost like their storyline will be about finding someone who looks past that, looks past their fatness to see that they're actually beautiful inside. And then, you know, they have a relationship. So Monica falls into that category because there's an episode, I think it's another Thanksgiving episode, a flashback, where she shows some kind of affection or attraction to Chandler and Chandler rejects her because of her fatness. When she then loses the weight, he then finds her attractive. There's another episode where they have like an alternative timeline episode where they all, all the all the main six have forks in the road and they wonder what could have been if they went left instead of right. And for Monica, it's whether or not she, it's whether she lost weight or didn't. So what would have happened if she stayed fat? And in that alternate reality episode, she's still a virgin and she is trying her damnedest to get this man into bed with her because she's so desperate to feel that 
that essential connection. She's so desperate just to lose her V-card. And so very much the show is perpetuating this idea that her fatness is unattractive. She can only have sex with someone who is willing, who's a friend. So ultimately in that alternate timeline episode, Chandler, who's her friend, almost like, it's almost painted as he's like, he's like doing her a favour, favour, because he doesn't find her attractive, but she really wants to lose her virginity. So he's doing her a favour. And then it transpires that he actually does find her attractive. And, you know, it's meant to be like, oh, like he really understands how beautiful she is inside, like I was saying. And it's just, it, it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Interestingly, fat characters can also fall into another, the other end of the spectrum of this trope, which is that they're overly horny um, and they have loads of sex. So I think like on one hand, this can be really positive, And I think a positive example of that trope is Donna from Parks and Rec. Um, and Parks and Rec is on my list. I adore Donna so much. And she is very, she's exact, she knows exactly who she is. She knows her self-worth. She loves the attention of men as she goes and gets it. It's always painted really positively. Like she is completely sure of herself. Whereas I think a negative example of this trope is Melissa McCarthy in Bridesmaids. She's overly horny. She's trying on with other male characters um, who are saying no. And I mean, we could get into why they're saying no, but they are saying no to her. And, you know, you wonder, is it because they don't find her attractive? Is it because she's fat? Like, you, you don't know. You can only assume, right? But it comes across as a little bit desperate, her attraction. And I think um, there's a lot around fat people and their attractive levels and, you know, competing within your league when it comes to dating, so you you have heard the phrase, oh, but you have such a pretty face. But it doesn't seem to matter how pretty your face is. If you're a fat, you're you're deemed in a lower league than than your uh, someone who is thinner. And I think there's this idea that like fat people have to just accept the attention they get because they don't get the the, the assumption is they don't get any. So you just, you should just accept what you get because at least it's something. It's kind of back to the representation thing, like, oh, well, I mean, okay, yeah, maybe these are stereotypes and negative, negative stereotypes and negative tropes, but at least there are fat people in your show or in your movie. And I'm like, um, it, <laughs> not, not all press is good press in this situation. And not everyone who finds you attractive, do you have to give them the time of day for? Um, I think there's this real idea that like fat people don't have any choices or options, and I, it's so untrue. Fat people are hot. Fat people have sex. Other fat people or non-fat people also find fat people attractive. It's just not spoken about. It's seen as like a taboo, and it's also like the attraction to fat people can also move into fetishi fetishization which is has got his own issues with. So I think this Friends, coming, bringing it back, sorry, I went off on a tangent, bringing it back to Friends, Friends really enforces this idea that thinness is the peak of attractiveness. Friends really does portray this idea that thinness is peak attraction and therefore fat is not. And it's not the only show to do it, it's not the only, I'm not going to hang the entire 
the entire blame on friends by any means absolutely not but it, it's just showing like how the media is just perpetuating the same story when it comes to attraction and fatness and probably just conventional attraction anyway to add to um the whole Monica being hot when she's thin thing. Um, another example we can use is Richard, the whole Richard storyline. Now, um, I, you might come for me. I really do love the Monica and Richard storyline. I, If I look under the surface, I know it's icky. I know it's gross. I know it's weird. I shouldn't like it. But at the highest level, team, Tom Selleck's attractive. So... <laughs> I like it for that reason. I'm a simple person. Um, I I just think he's hot. But he, when he first meets Monica again, when she's catering for him, he's so surprised to see that she's not this fat woman he was expecting. He's known her since she was young, since she was a child. And when he sees that she's actually this very thin woman... Um, he instantly thinks of her as attractive. And I do wonder like, if she'd come in as the, the fat Monica that we know she used to be, would he, have, would he have pursued her? I think you probably know the answer, unfortunately. Um, but I think it's just something... Out, again, another example of how Friends is really perpetuating this idea that thinness is the only way to be attractive. Reviewing Monica, present day Monica and Fat Monica, you can see that they are basically two different characters. And I really want to just kind of deep dive into why, how is it on purpose about it. So the present day Monica, the Monica we spend the absolute most time with, she is this neurotic, um, ambitious, neurotic, ambitious, talented, neat freak obsessiveness loves control loves strictness rules control the fun person when we meet fat monica she is a bit loosey-goosey she's silly she likes to dance she is a bit carefree and to me they are two different characters and I think of them as two different characters. I, I think of Monica and then Fat Monica, but they're meant to be the same person. And I want to know whether that's on purpose. Go with me. Fat Monica is carefree, like I say. And I wonder whether that is meant to be a reflection on her being carefree with her um, intake of food. Assuming that's what the writers are saying, that's, how, that's why she gained weight, is because she ate too much. Now, side note, Fat people are fat for a variety of different reasons. It doesn't mean it's because they just eat too much. That would be far too simple. Um, so it, just FYI, if you didn't already know that, I'm sure you did, but just FYI, not all fat people are fat <laughs> because they eat too much food. But say, for example, Monica, Monica's fatness is because she ate too much. And it's kind of implied that's the reason so she mentions how when she had an easy bake oven she couldn't wait to for them to bake into cookies so she would eat the cookie dough or ross um is eating too quickly and he says i grew up with monica if, if you didn't eat quick you didn't eat at all eat at all oh so i'm butchering these lines but i'm hoping you get the, the gist of what i'm trying to say my point yes so if she was obsessed with food she was probably a bit more like 
you know, carefree about how much she was eating and a bit carefree, didn't seem to mind about the weight gain. Whereas if you look at present day Monica, she's incredibly strict and she loves her rules. And I wonder if that's maybe a reflection on what she changed in order to lose the weight. Now, we we never know how she lost the weight, but I'm just... I'm I'm pulling at the threads they have given us to see if any of them actually unravel or not. So it could be the show's way of saying that you know she had to get strict with herself in order to lose the weight. And obviously we know the show thinks that's a positive thing. I'm wondering if that, that character differentiation is on purpose. Another interesting difference I want to say difference but it's also a thread that combines the two is if it is true that fat Monica was fat and she was obsessed with food as we are led to believe it looks to be that she changed her obsessiveness over food to become an obsessiveness over uh, housework and cleanliness right and I think that's a really interesting point of view because neither are healthy. Obsessiveness of, over food is a negative relationship with food and it, it can come with its own consequences. But being obsessed over housework, cleanliness, um, inflexibility with rules is also not the healthiest mindset either. But when you are fat, everything you do is under a microscope because you're just seen as the absolute peak, <laughs> the absolute peak of uh, unhealthiness. So Monica being obsessed with food, people go, ah, well, that's why, that's why you're fat. So you have to change that. But it looks to me that present day Monica has just replaced that obsession with something else. But they're not looking at her anymore because she's thin. She looks healthy. So they're not scrutinizing her behaviors in the same way that they would have done when she was bigger. Moving away from fat Monica, I just wanted to touch on the aspects of the show where fatness or, or fat bodies aren't respected in the way that I would like to see. So there's an episode where everyone's getting ready for one of like Ross's big things, the museum. Oh, FYI, I also hate Ross. I hate Ross so much. On this current rewatch, um, I just cannot stand this man. He's so... He's such an arsehole. And, uh, you know, credit would credit Stuart David Schumer made me hate this man. So nothing against the actor. But fuck me. He's just such a wet blanket. And he's possessive. And he's a creep. And I hate him. So, hmm, a little tangent. Uh, what was I saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. So in the episode where they're all getting ready and... Rachel comes out and she goes, oh, do the, oh, no, I can't wear these shoes. They make my ankles look fat. The idea of looking fat, you can't, like, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Like, I just, I, oh, I can't, like, the idea that looking fat is the worst thing that she could possibly do to herself just makes me so annoyed. There's an episode where Chandler has allegedly gained some weight, so Monica's going to help him lose it. And she calls him Tubby. Like they all kind of mock him for being a bit bigger, allegedly, because obviously this character didn't gain weight just for this episode. So, um, the, the actor didn't gain weight just for this episode. So it's just a bit shitty. There's uh, Chandler makes a comment about how his kids are going to be fat because I think Monica's cooking a lot, or or just because of her history with weight gain. So he's like, oh, our, he literally like in such a like despondent way, just like oh, our kids are going to be fat, aren't they? And then there's an episode where. Monica 
I think Joey's fantasizing about what would have happened if like him and Monica had got together instead of um, her and Chandler. And of course they put Joey into a fat suit because implying that Monica would just cook and cook and cook for him and he would just eat and eat and eat and eat. So actually that's a really interesting, now I've said that out loud, Joey's a really interesting character because he is food obsessed. Like in a way that Monica, present day Monica, isn't at all. She's a chef, she cooks and she obviously enjoys food for her, for her role but... I wouldn't say they show any indication that she's obsessed with food, but Joey is. Joey can't decide between sandwiches or girls. He wants he wants girls on bread, but he's not big. And I don't do they even make an, any comment about him potentially gaining weight apart from that one joke. And I, again, I'm using joke like this because it's not funny. <sighs> um, I get that humor is subjective, but I'd love to know why a person in the fat suit is meant to be funny <laughs> but yeah so they put joey in the fat suit for that one episode but i don't think there's any other comment about about him gaining weight because of his love of food i don't think so please correct me if i'm wrong please drop me a message if i'm wrong but i'm just saying this out loud and i'm wondering if there's a bit of misogyny here do you think if say say monica was also food obsessed like in the way that joey is and joey Joey had a different kind of personality trait instead. Do you think it would still be seen as funny? There is something about women eating, <laughs> right? I go to dancing on a Monday night and they had this, um, they have like a children's area because it's like, you know, the dance school, they've got adult classes and kids classes. And they've got this area, like a little play area, I guess, for like any younger kids who are waiting for like, you know, their siblings to come out of the class. And it's got a little little den and like some uh, cars and blocks and stuff. But they have these prints on the wall. And it says boys can also like, and it says like, wear dresses, dance, you know, play play with glitter. Like kind of like, I guess, stereotypically feminine things that they, that boys can still do. And they have the inverse for, for girls. It says girls can also play in the mud, climb trees. And on that poster or on that bit of artwork, it said, eat like a pig. And it really struck me. <laughs> Because, I mean, I guess I'm kind of finely tuned to anything. Food, eating, disorder, light stuff, just because of my own history. And I guess the reason why I'm doing this podcast. But I saw that and I was like, oh, what is it about women or, or girls and women eating? We're meant to be seen as demure, elegant. And allegedly that means that, that a lack of eating <laughs> I'm not articulate enough to explain it right now, but there is definitely something there. So then this artwork is telling us that girls can also eat like pigs, which I don't like that as a phrase anyway. But the, the messaging, I, I totally understand, and I do think is mainly positive, I think. I think. Let me know your thoughts on that. Like, what is it historically, maybe, that, like, women are just so much to eat? I, I, so... Actually, now I'm, now I'm on the roll. So if women are meant to be seen as thin, you know, thin is attractive and women should always be strived to be attractive or women are inherently meant to be sexual and the only way to be sexual is if you're attractive and you can only be attractive if you're thin. And the only way to be thin is to not eat as much. That's like, that's the myth, right? You, if you, 
if uh, if you're fat you must overeat so if you're thin you have to undereat and maybe that's it maybe that's why this idea that women shouldn't be seen to be eating or seen to be obsessed with food or seen to be wanting to eat has manifested itself so i think if you were to swap the personality trait with joey to monica that she was obsessed with food in the same way that joey is now i don't think the joke would i don't think i don't think it first of all it would ever happen and i i don't think it would land in the same way because even me with all the kind of belief and work i've done on diet culture and eating disorders and fat phobia and etc I still do find the some things that Joey says about his like obsession with food. Like Joey doesn't share food. Like I find that funny. You know the the whole the chip buffer joke towards the end of the series, or the you know the fact that he like eats his dates like chocolate chocolate cake thing. Like that's really funny to me even now. And maybe I'm wrong for saying that, but I find that funny. But I'm just wondering if I saw that, if 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 that was a woman or. A, a woman character doing the exact same thing, would it be funny? I don't know. And therefore, is it misogynistic? Probably, yeah. Just food for thought, food for thought. We're just going along with it. I think I've covered most of what I wanted to talk about with Monica. Like, she's such a... She's a classic fat character in in a sitcom. Like, I... I think when I first started to talk about this podcast, I knew I wanted to talk about Fat Monica. She is, when we have very few fat characters, she's one I think everyone thinks of. And I think going forward, there is a f- there are a few other sitcom characters who are formerly fat. And I think they have a good few, they have a few similarities in their personalities that we're going to get into. And we're going to see how this trope has changed as the years have gone on because I'm appreciating Friends started in the 90s it ended in 2004 we're 20 years beyond that now so be interesting to see how that how that sitcom trope of a formerly fat character has changed throughout the last 20 years thank you so much for listening to this episode of Fats on Film as always please reach out if you have any comments or thoughts or ideas you can find Fats on Film on Instagram and Twitter, or you can just talk directly to me. I'm at Queen B Says on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you at the next one.